Do you keep getting calls at night from a guy who really wants to know what your favorite scary movie is? Do you stay up all night because you're scared of dream demons? Do all your friends keep getting murdered at summer camp? Sounds like you really need some scarapy. And you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ScarapyPod. So make sure you stab that like button. Tell me you're goody. What are we doing? Season two, baby! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another session of Scarapy. I'm we your thought we were better. We fucked up, kids. <laughs> I'm your Scarapist, Dr. Brown. Yeah, Join with me as always. I haven't revoked you yet. Um, my doctor will never go away because I printed it myself. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like you lose that in a flood. <laughs> I laminated it. Fire? What natural disaster you want? We got a hurricane coming. Join with me as always. <laughs> always? Always besides one time. Uh-huh. Um, the man, the myth, the legend. The beans to my rice. Whoa. You should have said beans to your even Stevens. Zack Singer. Ew. What's up, dude? Shut the fuck up. We're so back. Uh, 100% season 200 years Rick and Morty scarapy. I understood like four of those words. I think I only said like ten. That's good for you. Forty percent. I'll take that. Yep. Man. So like, we're here. Yeah. We're, I was dead for a while. We're recording. Pass. Hard pass. <laughs> Who missed us? Because I'm gonna tell you, nobody. You know how many how many calls, <laughs> tweets, TikToks I got saying, please, just one more. Yeah, none. I got one message. <laughs> and were you like, hey, can you send this back to me? <laughs> it was, thank God. <laughs> that makes more sense. Um, so we're back with lower quality, lower expectations. That is impressive. Um, <laughs> when you start to get to rock bottom and you just keep digging, where Here do you we go? Are. We're going to find out this season on Scarapy. You want to see a real low? Let's do this. God, thank God the face cam isn't on. Yes, I ate cheese for dinner three days in a row. Are you okay? No. <laughs> Where's the better help sponsorship? <laughs> better help? I need a better adult. <laughs> need a better life. Yeah. Better podcast. Uh, that's not going to happen. I think you need a personality for that one. Shit. Bang, bang. <laughs> well. Yeah, huh? All, all of that aside, you know what we're doing today, Zach? Tell me, kid. Tell me. Tell me with all your heart. We're revisiting the first ever Scarapy episode. The one that you weren't on. That one doesn't count in real life. <laughs> um, with my fellow Scarapist, Thomas. We're, we're redoing Hellfest. No, fuck that. That one doesn't exist. Thomas isn't real. He's a myth. He's just like Slenderman. Um, yeah, I, it was just me talking twice. I know. That's why you agreed with yourself the entire time. Yeah, it made me feel really good. That's weird. And then you came along, and I think the first, like, the opening of uh, Phoenix Forgotten is just you telling me to go fuck myself, I'm that, pretty sure. That sounds very correct. <laughs> so That's my cold open to most situations. Fuck this guy. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I wanted to do Hellfest with you a while ago. I'm pretty sure we have done it if you clip a bunch of episodes together. Oh, for sure. We've definitely talked about it extensively. I will also say 100%. There will be more detail on those clips than there will be tonight cuz <laughs> yeah. I didn't take notes. Yeah, so when we discussed coming back to Scarapy, Zach was like, "Yeah, I have more time now so I can actually take notes." Turns out could <laughs> Turns out forgot how to write. Yeah. <laughs> Worst part is, I never even learned how to read. This guy's like Mike Tyson. But Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather. He doesn't know how to read. Oh, well. He's still more athletic than I am, so... Oh, God. He wins. Yeah. So, like, this movie... It's like, almost a good movie. Like, so close. It's... I enjoy it, but that doesn't mean it's good, as we've learned. As you know, if you've ever listened to this show. I will I like tell you bad why, shit. what is good. <laughs> I'm okay with it, with it being bad and you liking it, but you can't like a bad movie say it's good yes i can you can but it's why you're well, always wrong you think cloverfield's a bad movie cloverfield is a terrible Dude, fucking movie. fuck you 
I watched it again. It was fucking awful. You know what? Podcast is breaking up again. I'm out Perfect. Of here. Wait, you watched it again? No. When you made me watch it. I'm not oh. going to watch it again after that. Damn. I, I watched it like a week ago. I know you did. <laughs> and you know what was still good about it then? Nothing. HUD? No. I don't <laughs> want to watch TJ Miller be fat. <laughs> or as you so aptly called him, PUD. PUD. PUD Miller. So, like, let's get into this movie, yeah? All right. Let's get into it, brother. Let's get right into the news. <laughs> the news? You don't get that reference. No. Um, so, Hellfest came out September 28th, 2018. It did IMDb dive this, and by that I mean I read the interesting facts. Mm-hmm. And there was a movie that came out, like, the same year and month called Bloodfest. Oh, for had the real? same premise. I looked it up. It's like literally the same thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was oh, like, that's oh. crazy. I was like, I need to watch this now because hmm. this movie was almost good. Maybe they got it right in that one. I'll tell you from the stills, they did not. <laughs> there is also a very similar movie um, called Haunt that I really want to watch that I've seen clips of. It's act- It looks great. Yeah, I think I've seen some TikToks or something. There's some really iconic like masks from it that I, I just need to have, but I, I feel like I should watch the movie first. <laughs> never stopped you before yeah <laughs> still haven't seen the new scream no i haven't dude My i'm a piece of movie shit of all time yeah it's free if i, I have peacock I, I literally have peacock i know you still are <laughs> decided to shit. watch hellfest instead why you, you paid to watch it again i did way. i bought it awful um but the reason i brought up haunt is because there's the uh, the graphic for hellfest on amazon prime three times and oh. one of them is Hellfest, or one of them is Haunt, rather. Oh, is it? Yeah, I it just that. has the Hellfest graphic. Oh, because yeah. one of them says this movie is not available when I went to go watch yeah. it. I was like, wait, but you're watching it right now. <laughs> We're on the same account. Yeah, I was logged into your account. <laughs> yeah, so it's... You change your password, by the way. No, it's fine. I'll take care of it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> um, but yeah, Haunt, Haunt is, from what I've seen, pretty similar. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. No, we're not talking about a movie we have not seen yet. <laughs> um, Hellfest has a runtime of an hour and thirty minutes. Zach, what is the Rotten Tomatoes rating? Like a fifty-six. <laughs> it is a thirty-nine. Wow, I thought people would have liked this movie. It's not a horrible movie. Like it was on the cusp of being actually excellent. It is a very basic slasher it, it well they focused on the, a lot of the wrong parts like yeah. the, almost the best parts about the character the villain are what make the movie not as good i'll get it interesting yeah i really want to hear hear more about that. it's one line you won't care hmm. <laughs> quiet yes um it had a budget of 5.5 million and i know it did like 18 yeah national. 18.1 worldwide surprised it didn't get a sequel greenlit yeah, so it. Supposedly I know there was an idea for there one. was a rumor of one, and then it it's just in like development hell. Um, but it's it's a hard one to do. Like it seems like it'd be easy enough, but they give you so little in the beginning. Like it ruins the mystique. To there's do a second. there's two ways you could take it. It could either be uh, a continuation of the story from this one, or it could be a continuation of like the killer's story. I um, think it would have to be. You think so? Yeah, the killer is the only interesting part about it. But yeah, I think the third best option is this is a prequel to a some well-known killer, like Supernatural or whatnot, mm. that you don't know until the end. That'd be interesting, that, like, too. It'd be a weird one to do, but it'd be like, oh, it turns out he was Freddy Krueger before he died. Yeah, that, that'd be confusing as all hell, but I think I'd be into yeah, not it. Not Freddy exactly, but like, you, like if you could Jason goes on up. vacation because yeah, he doesn't exactly. talk the whole movie. Ernest meets Jason. Ernest? Yeah, it's an old, <laughs> very old series of movies. He went to jail. Is that like Harold and Kumar type thing? Worse. Okay. It's like an old slapstick comedy, the famous guy of the 80s. I fucking hate slapstick. Eh, it was good for its time. He met Santa and went to jail. Ernest Scared Stupid? Never? No. It's actually not a bad Halloween movie. It's not a good movie, but it's fun. It's Let's like talk a kid about, Halloween Talk movie. about a good Halloween movie. Let's talk about Hellfest. Uh, why? I thought we were talking about something good. 
Um, it's not socks. So the oh yeah, socks is gonna be crazy. Oh yeah, socks. Wetty, wetty for it. It's gonna be so bloody. I don't know. The last couple have all been terrible. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But I heard it's like a direct sequel. It's between two and three. And two or two and three. I can't. Remember. I think it's between two and three. So it's it's actually about Jigsaw. I hate the Saw franchise for how much it does that. I am not opposed to it. But it also was just like, oh, they killed him in the third one. Yeah. And then they're like, well, fuck that. <laughs> and then ten years later, they're like, hey, we're going to bring this back with a tape. Cool. <laughs> and also, Chris Rock was there. Chris Rock was there. That movie was bananas not good, by Spiral? the way. Spiral? Yeah, it was yeah. not good. I was pretty disappointed. From the Book of Saw. Yeah, I don't even, like, he re- he recorded tapes. He didn't, yeah. he didn't write a book. Maybe it's like an audio book. Maybe. That would, Sponsored you know by what? Audible. That guy, haunting voice, but I'd listen to him read a book. Yeah. It'd be very... Depe- I'm not going to listen to like Harry Potter. No, it needs like to be 50 like... 50 Shades a, of Grey. It, no, it needs to be a sex book. Oh, yeah. Like 100%, but yeah. not 50 Shades. It's going to be like Captain Jones wows Miss Daisy. Well, I want to hear someone ridiculous read 50 shades audiobook i like john cena or something no nah, it's gilbert godfrey barack obama <laughs> barack yes. obama yeah but he might explode every <laughs> pant in the world yeah uh-huh <laughs> so this movie what uh hellfest was directed by gregory plotkin who i didn't know this i don't think i mentioned this in my original review also directed paranormal activity 5 the ghost dimension is that the one you like no, no that's the one you hate <laughs> that's the worst one, actually. And I'll probably say this movie, it, one of two spots faltered in either direction or writing. I can't tell which. Because the story is there. It just wasn't articulated Yeah, well. there, there's a couple scenes that I'm like, you had a great idea. Uh-huh. But it just kind of, I don't I don't know what happened, I guess. But we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to them, right? Yeah, there's a few scenes I really want to kind of hammer on. Mm-hmm. So, the starring cast, because there's only, like, six actual named characters in the movie. Yeah, it's a small group. Uh, Amy Forsyth, Rain Edwards, Robbie Addle, Christian James, uh, Bex Taylor-Klaus, who is Audrey in the Scream TV show. she's the only one who got any type of fame after this. Mm -hmm. I never heard of any of the other people. So, the the Scream show was actually before this. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, That shows where that show was. And also, kind of Tony Todd, because he's in it. Who's that? Tony Todd? Yeah. You don't know who Tony Todd is? No. You know who Tony Todd is. Well, if you could just keep, it's the keep voice asking. of horror. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Wait, who is he in the movie? He's the the Hellfest like circus guy. Oh yeah 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 okay. I I thought you were talking the main cast still. Yeah, the Candyman. Yeah, the Candyman. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The fucking Final Destination Death. That guy is a goddamn legend, by the way. He does have a fantastic voice. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was in it when I started watching it again. Oh, um, Ice Nine Kills just released a. <sighs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, they released a an in-universe true crime book and vinyl of like the audiobook talking. So in the universe, I don't the lead singer fuck. is the killer, you, you right? Just go ahead. And- He's, he he remakes like horror movies by killing real people, right? Um, the audiobook, the vinyl, is narrated by Tony Todd. Oh shit, that's probably fantastic. Yeah, he's I, another one. I, I, he's the Morgan Freeman of horror, like for yeah. Sure. He's the narrator for life. I haven't decided if I'm gonna take it out of the package and like actually listen to the vinyl because I did get a, like too. a limited version of the vinyl. I don't think they're selling them anymore. I think it was pre-order only. Yeah. But um, I really want to <laughs> just download it on the internet. You're right. We do have access to to Google. I'm yes. sorry, Bing. Whoa, <laughs> the most amazing part. <laughs> I watched the second one the other day. It's better than I remember it being. Uh, also, yeah, but... Talking about The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It, it doesn't matter. But, like, the one thing I will say... I remember when I watched it, I didn't hate the goblin. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, it was okay. Like, he looked dumb. But then I, like, this watch, I was like, man, I hate this character. The worst part of the more. movie. I don't know. Jamie Foxx in the beginning was really bad. His, his character arc is unbelievably terrible. And yeah. even in, in they brought it to the Marvel Universe and like, no, nah, we're not doing that. I'm pure energy, bro. Baby. Uh, so the plot of Hellfest. On Halloween night, three young women and their respective boyfriends head to Hellfest. <laughs> How about you fucking one-line it for me because you can. Uh, kids go to theme park, get stabbed. 
Stabby stabs. Yep. Uh, so I've got two questions for you. One is related to the movie, one is not. Great. Which would you like first? Uh, I would like half of each at the same time. Okay. <laughs> Did you enjoy if it was real? Did that? No. <laughs> uh, first question. Did you enjoy your overall break from this show, from Scarapy? It has been the best few months of my life. It was the best of times, and it was the best of times. <laughs> no, I... Well, yeah... <laughs> No, I I missed this. I was, we left because I got insanely busy. And yeah. Now I have slightly more free time. And about five more minutes. Yes, about five extra minutes. But do like I haven't been like into horror. Actually, like was falling out of horror. Mm-hmm. Like just not paying attention to it at all. And realized I'm missing good stuff. Like uh, yeah, that talk to me movie. Talk to me. Yeah. I really one. we got to go see that. Yeah, that um, I've heard is banging. Um, there was a couple other things that came out. Yeah, I've not watched Cocaine Bear yet, bro. Me neither. The last movie I saw was um, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, I almost watched it again the other day. Actually, it's on HBO. It's a great movie. I just I want to be in like a good spot for it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just throw it on and walk away. You don't want to Batman it. <laughs> I'm just Batman's so good. It's just always on your TV. I watched it last week. Um, and movie related question: Would you go to Hellfest if it was real? I'm I, not into that. I totally would. I know you would. You'd be all about Like, the whole time I was like, Trevor would be these guys. I know. It's totally like like Universal Halloween Horror Nights. That That is basically Hellfest. Right. But, like, the the allure of it to me is that it's a traveling thing. I like that. That was a cool idea. And I didn't catch that the first watch mm-hmm. through. Like, I didn't realize that. It made the killer make a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, like, for me, though, I wouldn't want to be like i don't know i'm so skeptical the whole time i'd just be trying to put on a face and then jump scare and be like eh, fuck off dude yeah i guess i go to to haunted houses and like make jokes the whole time yeah i would too but they wouldn't it wouldn't be fun they wouldn't you don't you don't like that shit though no i'm not you also can't walk good that's well my legs don't work no good <laughs> uh but man, if Hellfest was real, like I want to go to Halloween Horror Nights this year if I can fucking swing it. I keep seeing they're building up uh, that. Is that where is that off by the ten or one like one one? So to that's 10? that's Fear Farm. Oh yeah, I saw they're already putting it up. They've already got the town like. Yeah, I mean there. most of it's just there all year. Yeah, but they they started putting up the de- decor already. Yeah, they actually fucking did, August. They did a really good deal uh, for like pre-orders, fourteen dollars a person. Oh wow, that's it's incredible. I bet they're still suffering from past years. With yeah, COVID. I mean last. I went last year and it was good, but you could definitely tell like they had to decrease their budget. A little yeah, bit. I'm sure. I just want to go there and just hang out though, because the like the vibe there is just yeah, immaculate. it's it's the community that's pretty cool. Just like, like just wa- our scene, walking around on you know a literal farm with just bleachers for seats, all these shitty ass vendors selling bad food and just heavy metal music blaring way too loud. Man, I don't Sounds want to do any of that. And then you know the people in costumes running around being assholes too. Perfect. Sounds... Ah, oh, that's my fucking dream. <laughs> See you there, kid. <laughs> yep, first Scarapy signing. Nobody show yeah, up. Yeah, no, we're not getting <laughs> shit and or dick on that one. <laughs> what about piss? Uh, I mean, I always got a piece, so piss out of my ass. What do you say we get into this movie? Huh? Uh, I thought we already saw the movie. We, we did the title. What else do you want? This movie actually has a banger opener. Yeah, it, it does. It really gets you in. And yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and state my issue with the movie of what I was talking about earlier was they lure you in with this character and this kill, which we'll get into in a second. And then, like, 40 minutes of the movie is just character build of these mm-hmm. fucking teens without any really good scenes of this killer. And, like, the part, the, the mystique of the killer is really good, but he's in it so little and does so little that it's less interesting. And then there's a few parts where just like what he's doing is kind of wholly unbelievable. So there's, there is a great part of the movie and it's, it's a lot further away. So yeah, we'll, the we'll end of the movie is really there. good, but there is a great part that basically um, like shows why the killer can do what he's doing and like somewhat get away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get to it shortly. But uh, so what, what you were talking about the opening scene, Mm-hmm. So the film opens in a in Hellfest at a place called Orange Grove, which is a reference to Halloween. I was wondering because I was like, this is pretty on the nose, but uh, 
So three friends are going through one of the haunted houses when one of the girls strays from her group. She's confronted by a masked man who starts humming a menacing tune of Pop Goes the Weasel. I did, I did definitely did not get that was Pop Goes the Weasel the whole time. Yeah. Like, I had to read that on a fact. I was like, oh, it was. Um, while walking towards her, as she is like, hey, man, this isn't fucking cool. Step off, bro. You're not scary, dude. Uh, before he stabs her and uh, drags her body and hangs her by her neck in one of the uh, scare rooms. And, like, I guarantee you this is how all of these similar movies got made was oh there could just be a dead body in here and you never know well like someone walking because there has been right like this is something that has happened happened. and that's where that i'm sure comes from um and then we but like sorry not to cut you no you're good but that that opening scene where you know it's it's menacing and he's he's killing her and he just drags her Mm -hmm. body off gives her a little hang and just walks out you don't see his mask or his face at all the whole time yeah Really and uh, her body isn't found until days later because people thought she was part of it. Right, which is super good. Um, and then we immediately just cut to three years later. Because of Raisins. Um, where we see college student named uh, Natalie, played by Amy Forsyth, being dropped off at the house of her friend Brooke. Um, and when she opens the door, she sees that an obnoxious schoolmate named Taylor uh, also lives there now. Which I'm going to go ahead and just fast forward the next like 40 minutes for you. Mm-hmm. I don't like her. She doesn't like me. We're going to Hellfest. Cool. Yep. This guy, we, this guy likes you. I like him. Pretty much. It's that's fucking. Th- it. This like, guy's getting us tickets. He's really into you. We're going with our boyfriends. You two should go together. And it's just way too stereotypical. Like they, they literally just took the copy paste button on that one. In yeah. The script, and it was just not good. Yeah. So basically, uh, Gavin is one of the guys. That's Brooke's boyfriend. Quinn is Taylor's boyfriend, and. Uh, Asher. Is that his fucking name? No, I'm sorry. Brooke's boyfriend is Quinn. Taylor's boyfriend is Asher. Gavin is Nat's boyfriend. Awful. All terrible. All really bad white boy names. I've also already forgotten their names for the second time today. <laughs> fucking Gavin, Quinn, and Asher. Asher. Uh, so they meet at Hellfest. Then we just get a quick montage of them running into the park. Uh, so Taylor, who is played by um, Audrey from Scream, is the like super like pumped up i love horror like basically me super right like just oh like overly excited for this like sprinting around the park pointing at shit type she's also like the only one that has like any good zings and lines she's funny like she's the only real comedy in the in the movie so that is one thing i'll say is that my my opinion on her uh, has drastically changed since the first time i saw the movie and from my first review I fucking hated her in the first review. Oh, really? I thought she was, like, the only good part. No, I actually really enjoy her now. Yeah, I thought, like, she was funny, like, just enough, but she she played the part really well, mm-hmm. especially in, like, the sense, like, when shit did happen, she was still scared, but how she played it off is really good. Like, I think she did a really good job. And the acting, several of them are very lacking in this movie. And yeah. that's part of what they suffered on. And, and obviously, uh, there's a lot of improv in this movie. Uh, it was highly encouraged on set to to improv lines and just kind of be spontaneous. So see that makes you sense. You can definitely I don't see think that those people were like a lot of them were ready for for what that was. Then I didn't know that, but yeah, they they could not handle it because some of the lines are delivered really poorly and it's just not. Um, and and while all this is happening, we see uh, the silhouette of a man walking through the metal detector into the park. Metal detector goes off all spooky pans down we see he's wearing steel toed boots um and we know that because one of the boots has a little cut on it it's literally the distinctive factor of this character it, it, it comes totally into play is. like 10 times he's wearing black jeans a black hoodie and brown steel toed boots cool so they let him through he walks in and we see he puts a mask on we don't see the mask yet and um, i like that again the mystique of the character super good and so this this is our killer right 100 percent who would have thought, right? I had no idea. No red herrings here. <laughs> it is very on the nose. Yeah. Um, you think this is going to happen? Yep. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, so they go through their first haunted house, which is a reform school, um, where they see a girl run into the room screaming she's being chased by a killer. We see the killer now enter um, in what is a damn good mask. I love the mask. It looks really good, and I can't even describe it very well. It's like 
like burned skin. It kind of looks like the new Freddy, like Jackie or Hurley. Yeah. Haley's face a little like just the skin, like how it's fucked up. So there's um, the, the popular band Slipknot, right? They have this Slipknot. They some type of <laughs> rope boat band. All of their songs are named after different knots. Oh, that makes sense. They're a Boy Scout group. Oh, okay. No, um, they have a member named Tortilla Man. Tortilla Man. <laughs> who has a mask that looks very similar to this mask. It's the man I'd like to meet. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure nobody knows who he is. Like, I think he's anonymous. Um, but regardless. So the killer enters, and um, our group of girls just goes like, Oh, that was a really good costume, bro. As a girl runs away behind a curtain, and our group goes, yeah, she went that way. So he just walks away. I really want to know what's behind this curtain, because I don't want to steal this, steal this scene from you for a sec. The original girl who's running from the killer runs behind what is... It's an arrow and says, do not look here. Yeah. And the killer walks in, and he's slow, and he's just being creepy. Mm-hmm. And the people are just... that Our group of heroes from the movie are just standing there kind of taunting at him and it's like a two minute scene yeah so then he goes and grabs the girl who's still just like it's clearly just a wall that she is hidden behind yeah and i i want to know what that was for it must have been like like haunted houses have that right but normally it's like an exit yeah like it's something (laughs) relevant or Um, spooky or something like and it just it it's just hey don't go here why Oh, it's a wall. Great. So Brooke and Taylor just go like, well, this is boring, and they leave the room, but Natalie's still standing there as the killer brings this girl back out um, and raises a knife above his head. And she's just like, do it, do it bro. What are you doing? So uh, he fucking stabs this girl, and she immediately is like, oh, that looks real. Yeah, he's like, I love this. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you caught, the girl getting stabbed did not fight him off at all. No. She was literally no arming it and screaming, and then he puts his hand over her mouth, and she doesn't fight nothing. While mm-hmm. he's got he's got one hand around her mouth and one hand in the air with a knife, and she's just like, murder, murder. I guess <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah, I love. I live for this. Um, so Natalie die for this. I die for this. Yeah, I live and die for this. Yeah, there you go. So Natalie leaves the the attraction, comes out, and um, is like, guys, I don't know if that was fake. But then we see a scare actor in the park stab someone with a fake knife, and everything's hunky dory. Yeah, I love and they this. She just walks on. away. It's like one of the lines after that. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I do want to say, so it's it's a horror theme park, and mm-hmm. these attractions are dog shit. Really? You think all of them are bad? No, no. In the beginning. Okay. Like, they get progressively better. Well, so but by the end of them, so good. That's what I really like about the, the Hellfest like design. That- I well, my main thing about it is I don't think, like, Universal Horror Nights or anything does this. There's three different levels to the park. Like, the first one is casual, then you go to the next part. It's a little scarier. Then there's this other spot you have to take a ride to get to. You have to, like, sign a waiver or something. That's where the real shit happens. That's great. I wish that was real. There are ones where they can, like, touch you. Oh, I know. God, I want to do those so bad. But, uh, I mean, like, I just like the, the layering of it, I think, is what I like. Yeah, they did a really good job building up it was a great way to build suspense in the movie mm-hmm. but it just took too long it's like that's my biggest issue with this movie is they just did so little for so long mm-hmm. um so we see a little bit later on natalie and gavin have been flirting throughout the night they go over to a photo booth and they get to smooching um finally and as the pictures drop out we see a man walk up and snag one of the photo strips which I like. is that, That's actually pretty creepy. That's menacing as fuck. But, like, legit, it's probably a 20-minute gap in between the kill to that. Maybe yeah, not quite well, that long, so it's, but it's a it's there, a There's a lot of, like, walking around. Are there, Oh, my God, they're flirting. Yeah, and then they're just, just like, much. you want to go, go take a picture? Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> um, so Brooke sees this, sees the guy come up and take the picture, yells at him and starts chasing him. But he walks into a uh, like a back area of the park. This guy has like an all access pass to anywhere, by the way, and not yeah. And, and somehow anywhere he goes is completely empty. Yeah, it's empty. Time. It's all like foggy. 
blue lit everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, and we think this is where we're going to get a kill because ominous music building. Brooke is alone. She's looking around. That is a solid scene. That's one of the better dramatizations, I guess. Yeah, one. It's it's a really good fake out. Yeah. Um, because Which spoiler, I wish she died. She's terrible. She, she doesn't. She was die. not good. Oh, I know, but like, no, she her is, acting is terrible. Yeah, she's one of the one of the worst parts of the movie, I yeah. think. Uh, so then we see the group get ready to go on a ride to the next part of the park. This is the roller coaster ride I was talking about, um, where it's literally just you get in a little car and you go on a little track into the next part. Which I didn't like, but the end of the scene is so good. I the reveal of what? I love it. I I really it's something I did not see coming. Yeah, at all. So. Um, Gavin leaves the group secretly to go try and get Natalie like Secret, a stuffed animal. He, he does it like an asshole because <laughs> they have a whole conversation of, well, maybe he's got to poop. Everybody poops. Yeah. Which is right. possibly the best conversation in the movie. No, there's a lot of bad shit in the movie. That's part of it. Um, so he will just mainly skip over this, but he tries to bribe a guy to give him a doll. He says, fuck no. Um, and then he Well, sees, I mean, it's kind of important. Yeah, okay. And then he sees one of the, like, backstage workers walking with a bag of stuffed animals to like the employee like, area oh perfect <laughs> timing i'll go burgle thievery yeah <laughs> um so he follows this guy into what is a locker room also i do want to give props to the most loyal carney that ever existed because the guy offers him 50 bucks for a doll and he goes i'd lose my job the <laughs> fuck you would so, interesting backstory question for Hellfest, right, in this hypothetical movie. Uh-huh. Um, so they're traveling. They're like a circus, right? They travel. Do they have the same employees everywhere? Or are they hiring based on town? Probably both. I'm pretty sure most of those places, like the core people, mm-hmm. like operators and stuff are generally I mean, like, people that go with like it. Like the carnies. Yeah. Like the people running games. Yeah. Like, they're probably the same. Okay. Really? Like, some of them. It depends. Because like, in my mind, my I'm like... knowledge of carnivals, people. In my mind, I'm like, this guy's here for the weekend. Because Hellfest is only a weekend long. Right. So, like, go fuck yourself. Right? Right. But if, if he's part of this, like, if he's a hard-working part of this team, I get it. Man, eh, either way, it's 50 bucks. That's that's a lot of corn dogs. Especially it's back true. then, 2018. Get, like... Pre-COVID 30, corn dogs? Yeah, I'm getting, like, 30 corn yeah, dogs. you're easy. right. No supply chain. Just Shit. feed me corn dogs. Yeah. On a rope. <laughs> it's already on a stick. Do you want to replace the stick with rope? No, I want the ropes. I want the rope tied around the sticks. I get it. Then so you, you know, like a fan and just you know, yeah. What are those those things that babies have called like uh, rotaries or something? Mobile. mobile? Yeah, wow. yeah. I want one of those, but corn dogs. I get it. That's that's how I want to live my life. Sopping wet with condiments. Though. Yeah, like I wanna I wanna be the glutton from Seven with corn dogs. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. All right, perfect. I got it. <laughs> I just had to, you know, get in the mental prison for a minute. Yeah, I get it. Corn dog prison. <laughs> Make my prison out of my corn dog steaks I've ever eaten in my the life. The only prison I want to be in. God. You said prison, I say fucking heaven. That's right. Some people die happy. <laughs> Some people. <laughs> uh, so he goes to this locker room. Um, only for him to see the killer, um, who he has seen before. The whole group has noticed this guy's following them, yeah, and is pretty the, annoyed by it. The the main girl is like terrified of him. Yeah, Nat Natalie's like, this guy's fucking on some shit, right? So they're in this locker room. He's uh, Gavin is profusely like, hey man, I'm sorry, um, I I wasn't trying to steal anything. And then we see. The killer has a fucking, like, test of strength mallet. <laughs> <laughs> he like, rings his bell. Like, full Harley Quinn mallet. Uh-huh. Um, his, his choice of weapons are odd. Yeah. But I but it makes sense. Because it's all stuff that would be in this... Some of them make sense. Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. I think this one definitely makes sense. Yeah, it's just goofy. Yeah. Um, so he... I just feel like there's a strong man somewhere going, Where the fuck is my mallet? <laughs> Hits him in the nose with the mallet, trips him, and as he is crawling away, Take fucking hammer town. bashes him in the head with, with a really good effect. Yeah, it's solid. Uh, it looks good. Twice in the head with this mallet. Uh, Gavin's fucking dead, boys. They definitely do... They do not spare the, the kill. 
they they get they oh yeah they, they don't go, do the pan or anything they, they, they go show it. pretty all out there's, on the there's kills. two pretty gruesome ones that one and one other oh yeah I can think of um so then we see the killer take Gavin's phone and reply to a text from Natalie oh so cute <laughs> um, I love you. this guy's a real big wingman yeah I'll show you my bow later so they're on this ride now back with our group um, the couples ride together and Natalie is forced to ride alone. Um, and how this works is a car comes every, like, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds. Yeah, it's like, uh, trying to think of a reference somebody would get. It's those, uh, I think it was an It, they had it. Maybe not. There's a horror movie I'm trying to think of that was pretty prevalent. It's this really crappy little ride. Oh, uh, it's Thousand House of Thousand Corpses. Where oh, okay. He's pushing them in the cart. The whole yeah, time. It's yeah, like yeah. That yeah. kind of crappy, it's shitty effects. And... Or if you've ever been to like a carnival in your town, and they have like their version of a haunted mansion, it's like that kind of car. Yeah, um, just like old school roller coaster car. Yeah, pretty much right. And it's on a track. It's very slow moving. It just it's a small world down, after all. It just um, takes you around. Yeah, it's it literally is like an L. Yeah, like you just take like one turn and then uh-huh. you're there. Woo. <laughs> Now, hands up. Um, so while Natalie is on this ride, in this tunnel, the ride breaks down. Uh, and we hear an announcer saying, like, don't get out of the car. Someone will come get you, whatever. And then we see the killer. The facey face. Stalking in the shadows as he slowly approaches Natalie's car. She is screaming for help. And I am screaming at how mad I am. Like, how does this guy have access to every place in this fucking area? So she's screaming. First of all, she's screaming for security, right? So like, you should probably go check that out, right? If you're a security guy, so, somebody. There are a lot of. This is 2018. There are cameras everywhere. Yeah. Wait, that's another thing. There should be cameras. Oh yeah. Um. So we cut away when the killer gets like right in her face. We cut to our group outside, who's like, she's fucking screaming yeah, in what there. The fuck? Is she okay? Um. And Taylor's like, she's fine. You're good. She's fine. You're good, bro. Uh, door opens. The car slowly comes out, and we see uh, the killer sitting on the car, like on the front of the car, facing her, like face to face. Just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder you and everybody you love, and your dogs. <laughs> um, and then we get an announcement um, over like the loudspeaker that says, "Welcome to this area of the park. Um, the other will guide you." And then we see five other people in this killer costume come out. And we see that the other is what this guy's dressed as. He's part of the park. Super good reveal. Fantastic. Not expected. I don't think I don't think they took too long to hit that reveal, too. I think it was at the perfect yeah, time it was where you're solid. like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh. It was a great build. It was a great reasoning for that guy to be there because mm-hmm. he really wasn't. And it was a good scare. Like it yeah. was, it was a really solid build, right? Like there. putting yourself in her in her shoes, right? Fucking, you're getting dying. followed by this guy, and then the thing you're on breaks down, and he gets in the fucking car with you and just stares at you. Now, oh my god! To devil's advocate, why nobody came? They had already signed the waiver saying like they could be scared shitless. So, yeah, still somebody who probably well, and like it was designed to break down and stop, so it makes sense, I right? Guess. But I think if. Either way, if somebody's yelling for security, security yeah, should yeah. probably go check they, it out. They probably should. Right. Well, they only have one security guard at this place, so... <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy, too. Yeah, we'll meet him later. <laughs> uh, so, the group starts moving. Natalie's like, hey, we should wait for Gavin, right? Um, and okay. one of the guys looks at her and he's like, hey, I don't want to ruin this for you, but he's trying to buy you one of those fucking stuffed animals. He'll get here eventually. Let's keep going. Right. Just stay. Fuck off. Don't ruin my night, bro. Don't ruin my night. Um, so they enter the next area of mazes, which is super, super cool. Um, it's three haunted houses all next to each other, and they're what I assume is varying like levels of scaredness. Seem, seems like it. Because there's one called uh, like Never Sleep Again. There's, I don't remember the name. Yeah. there's They're, they're all sleep-based, right? So one is like Baby's Worst Nightmare. You'll never sleep again, and your worst nightmare, or something like that, right? Sounds about right. So, the guys go into your worst nightmare. The girls go into, um, 
I believe it's your, you'll never sleep again. Yeah, I think so. Right? So, they split up, and we get some pretty good haunted houses, honestly. Yeah, the, the guys one is crazy. Yeah, so the guys go through what is like a drug overdose scene. Yeah, that was really weird. Like, they were just like, hey, you know what? Just Let's put some reality into this one and put some ODs over here. Yeah, like there's there's a guy dead in a bathtub. There's a girl dead on a bed with a needle in her arm. Like, just legit. Yeah, like... Looks like, like it's a, a cracked in. Pretty crazy. Um, and then they walk out into another, like, dark hallway when headlights turn on and there's, like, a bus that is slowly it's closing in on train, them. I'm pretty sure. Train, you're right. Really good. I actually really like that bit. Um, and they're... I mean, it, it moves forward, but it, it they, like, run like it's going to hit them. Yeah, it's, it's, like, like, very bro, slow. get out of here. But they're looking at it, and they're like, it's not stopping. <laughs> it, it just, just started. started. Yeah, it goes, like, ten feet. Um, but stops. important thing to note is they run away, and they go two different ways. Right. Um, so... The one guy's, like, back in the drug den, isn't he? So he gets into, yeah, like, a similar area. So... Because uh, there's, like, weird bodies all over. It's not, like previous where there's human there was like yeah there's like a pile bodies. of bodies yeah. yeah so one of them goes the way they're supposed to and one of them does not essentially is what we're getting down to um the girls their experience is relatively painless um brooke and taylor both get through the rooms fine but natalie wanders off into a separate room again as main characters are known yeah, to do so why wouldn't you um and then she sees the other on the other side of this window pounding on the window again how the fuck does this guy keep getting all these places? Uh, so th- th- this we are certain is the killer this time. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt. Like, he is very menacing. Right, and so back back to it where it's like, how do you have full access to this goddamn park? I guess it makes sense if he's in costume. I guess, but like, how do, I don't know. Like, how do you know where you're going? How do you know what's where? My, my thought is he might actually work there. Well, yeah, I mean, he for sure does. I guess I wasn't 100%. I thought it was... Just no, 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 no. Yeah, he works there, dude. Okay. Yeah. Like, and the, the ending only makes that more apparent. Really? See, I didn't think so. Well, we'll get there, yeah. and I'll, I'll explain it. All right. Um, so, Natalie eventually runs out. She gets out of this room. Um, Asher, however, is the, the guy that, that went the wrong way. Uh, he runs into the other in one of the rooms. Uh, the other pulls out a syringe... And stabs him in the fucking eye. <laughs> Which, so two things. One, they found him they, where he found the syringe. And I'm like, why would there be an actual syringe? Like this, this, yeah, like a this, real this syringe. This needle is huge. Yeah, like it's comically yeah, large. Yeah, it's like comically large. And it was just like sitting on a table. So I don't know why it was there. Yeah. But the kill is really good because he it's a fight. And he puts it through his eye. Yeah, they like he, they're struggling, right? And then this... It's a slow... It's not like a quick jab like they do in Hush, right? With the knife to the neck. Right. It's a very, like... He's putting all his weight behind this. And it's it's a gusher. And then he not only gets it through the eye, Mm -hmm. he slams the hand on the plunger and goes Mm -hmm. all the way through the skull. That... And and that's right where it cuts, too. Right where he slams his hand down on it. Right. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, really good. I think the, the one thing that this movie got, like, overwhelmingly right is how fast the kills happen overall yeah like there's there's a little bit of build up and then it's just over yeah like there's no drawn out for the most part because these these are literal teenagers right or like college age right Right. so they're it's not like they're fucking like super athletes right these are just random ass people in a scenario they're not familiar with so while they're all waiting outside for Asher to get out of the haunted house which he never will um like the the lagoon monster from like Creatures of the Black Lagoon runs up. <laughs> yeah, why not? And just boogie boogies him and vomits on Natalie <laughs> for reasons. Like gushes. I like because he runs up, what seems like trying to scare her and doing poorly. And she's just like, nah, <laughs> and she's bro. like, and then okay. He's just like, well, fuck it, vomit. <laughs> it's so good. And then I believe uh, everybody yells at her. Oh, you just got gushed. Yes. <laughs> Which is how do you know? How do you know it. this shit? Don't you worry about it. You work it. here, kid? Yes. <laughs> Are you in on this? Um, so Natalie goes to the bathroom to clean herself um, and texts Gavin. Um, and 
she's texting Gavin while she's in the bathroom stall, right? So she's doing texting. doing her thing, texting, sexting, texting, whatever. And she sends the message, and then we hear a phone ding in the bathroom with her. I love this build because she doesn't instantly go, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. She's just like, oh, that was weird. And then she goes to text him again, and the ding is even closer. <laughs> and then right after that, well, so before that too, I have, to, I know we have said this before. She's like uses a hair dryer to clean off, and it is the most comically high hair dryer or hand dryer yeah. that has ever existed. Yeah, because it is like a foot over her head on a wall, and makes no sense except for this scene why it would be that high. Also, yeah. those things burn like a motherfucker, and she's just standing under it the whole time. I mean, unless she's like drunk, that might feel great. Which they do drink. They do. They take like syringe shots, which I don't know. sounds fucking awful. Yeah, the thing. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a scene right there too that I really hate. Sorry, the the scene you're at's really good, but right before that, so she's doing the hair. She's drying her hair under the dryer. Yeah. And the the other just shows up in front mm-hmm. of her and like reaches out to grab her. And well, while... he's he's like touching her hair. Yeah, and she's just completely unaware. Mm-hmm. And like just as suit like. They pan and he's there, and they pan and he's gone. Within seconds. And yeah. it's really bad. Because even if you didn't hear him, like, some type of social awareness when this girl is already fucking creeped out. Well, and she I mean, see this guy I here. feel like, not to sound like an idiot, but you can, like, sense when someone's yeah, near you, right? Fucking peripherals. He's standing right in front of her, essentially. Yeah, I mean, her, really her eyes are closed. Yeah, but, but still. Like, I feel like if my eyes were closed and you walked up on me, I would know you're Something, there. Something, yeah. Um, so that that is before now she's in the bathroom yep. stall here. Um, and then we see the boots oh, just appear like, in front of the stall door. And she starts freaking out as he starts shaking the stall, like, like trying to open it. The shake of the stall door is really good because it's, mm-hmm. it's not trying to be tr- trying to get in. No, he's he, just, he could have got in no yeah, problem. Yeah, he's just fucking with her. Yeah, really good. Um, and she is screaming. She crawls under the stall to get away but by the time she gets out he's gone Brooke runs in with a security guard because she was screaming again and this security guard just goes look I get these all night yeah if if nothing actually happened I can't do anything your friend Gavin is trying to prank you welcome to Hellfest yeah he's just a hundred percent no selling this um Brooke Brooke who brought the security guard sees the photo strip that was taken earlier in the bathroom and goes that means he was here uh-huh. and the guard goes i what do you want me to do yeah who like i don't know what you expect what you expect from him but also he's the worst security guard ever yeah and he says like well what does he look like and natalie goes it's he's a guy in a mask and, and I the, don't know. the guard goes well there's 50 of them here so what do you want me to do right <laughs> bye <laughs> Um, so they they leave the bathroom now, and we see just uh, Quinn. I believe his name is. I can't remember the yeah, guy's name. I think he's the last Quinn one. is standing there, and they go, "Where's Taylor?" And he says she volunteered, and then points to the stage, where um, it's like a fucking like concert stage. Yeah, like it is f- like a full size stage. There is a goddamn sea of people in front. Uh huh. Um, and Tony Todd is up there as the ring the. The like ring ba- Barker? Barker, that's what I was looking for. The, the Ringmaster? Ringmaster, thank you. Up. There we go. Yeah, Barker, Ringmaster, yeah. And he says, uh, to start Hellfest, we're going to start with the sacrifice of a virgin. And brings Taylor out, to which she immediately goes, I don't know about that virgin part. Yeah, she has she has some good quips here. She's she's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very... I think it's supposed to be cringy. Yeah, but it is good. She's like... It seemed like a believable thing for someone who's yeah we're outgoing s- like her who's like an, an edgy outgoing person yeah. like she's supposed to be in the movie yeah. yeah like i think she did it really well and the scene was good uh so she is to be executed by the, by way of guillotine oh shit she excitedly jumps onto this guillotine and we see an executioner step on stage and from all the way in the back where natalie is she Somehow. sees sees the steel-toed boots and goes, that's the fucking guy. This dude's wearing full-on robes, by the way. Yeah, it's like a full, like, you know what an executioner looks like. Like an old-school renaissance execution. Like, big-ass hood, uh, like a hooded mask, big-ass robe on, like, the bottoms of his shoes are showing. Yep. Um, And she 
breaks into a sprint trying to get to the stage. Slow-mo sprint, by the way. Yeah, we get Very full, full slow-mo here. Um, she is stopped by security as the executioner drops the guillotine and Taylor's head comes off. Oh, shit. Or does it? Oh, man. <laughs> it is a very obvious like mannequin head type thing. And and the carnival barker bright, holds it up. Yeah. Because it's got her hair, like a haircut like yeah. her, which she has like a mohawk. Like a pixie or, cut. Yeah, a pixie cut. Yeah. And uh, it's very clearly a mannequin. It was like a pretty decent fake out. Yeah. Just the only thing that bothered me about that is you're not going to have that fucking haircut there. Yeah. Like, it's like, the exact same like colors of her hair like my she has, only like, thought hair. was they had somebody ready to do this like but like yeah like because she obviously got pulled on prior mm-hmm. so maybe they had 10 minutes they if had you had a do wig it, ready do you could real probably quick. do something yeah. up but um tony todd says welcome to hellfest the curtain closes and now everybody <laughs> in the fucking backstage area leaves literally nobody's there There's anymore one guy who just walks by and goes you got this yeah she she asks to be let out um, a random guy in like a security jersey looks at the executioner and goes, "You got her, right?" And he just like slowly nods. And nobody is to be seen for the next, I don't know, forty-five minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> it's so dumb. So she's, uh, she looks at the guy. She's still strapped down, right? Her hands are strapped down. Her, she's strapped down by the waist. She turns her head and goes, "Sorry about that lady screaming out there. That's my friend's friend. She doesn't get horror." Um, so you're going to let me out now or what? Fucking fast forwarded a little bit on this one. (laughs) So this guy pulls her forward, locks her back in the guillotine, takes off the hood. It's the other, clearly. Oh my God. Who would have thought? The boots. Um, He drops the guillotine again on her for real this time. And it hits her in the back of the neck. And he is very surprised to see it's not a re- real guillotine. <laughs> the blade is not sharp. At all. And so what does he do? He starts winding that bitch back up to go to this round two. This dude was the most determined ever <laughs> to use this guillotine. Because, so, spoiler alert, she gets out. So somehow, this man is literally at her feet trying to rig this guillotine back up. And it's like stuck. Yeah, it's unquote, like... like for no reason, it, he's just fucking with it. It just really won't hard. crank now. Yeah. Because um, it's like at the max, and he just is like, no, it goes higher than this. She gets her wrists, neck, and waist all unstrapped and dips out before he notices. Legit. And he is inches away from her. And it's a legit, like, vanish again. And that's the stuff I really hate in, these mo- in this movie. And it's yeah. for, like, no reason. Because then what happens right after? So Taylor now is running through the crowd screaming, he's trying to kill me. Um, running Reminiscent of the beginning. Running for the group. Um, and then the killer catches up to her either slashes or punches her in the face he slashes her the first time yeah so I did forget to mention he has an ice pick he stole an ice pick Uh, from a vendor at the beginning from the most useless vendor yeah she's like doing like lemonade or something yeah just like an ice pick obviously for ice and he just like walks by and she's like yoink just grabs it Um, which I actually really like that weapon I like one. I like ice picks. That's it. I know it was a salt like that was a realistic one to be there. Yeah. For like the event, the syringe was kind of lame, and there's one later I really don't like. Yeah. So he gets this. Uh, he has this ice pick. He slashes her across the face with it. Uh, then Taylor's boyfriend Quinn runs up and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Quinn gets uh, <laughs> one eighty stabbed he in got the chest. Stabbed. Then Taylor gets stabbed. They're both fucking out. They're then, down. They're done. This isn't a crowd of people who think it's part of the show, which I really like. Yeah, and but as soon as these stabs happen, we hear people, bystanders go, they're, that's they're real. Shit, it's real. Um, and then full havoc breaks out. People are running. I like that that happened. The very next scene is, like, so dumb to me, though. I don't know if you remember. So he, he starts going back after uh-huh. the main girl. And then you see security tackle him. Yeah. And they take off his mask, and it's not the uh, it's not him. <laughs> and it just pans down to show red shoes. And, yeah, <laughs> to prove it's not him. And it's like, why did they tackle this guy? Like, yeah. Was he even near what just happened? He, I guess, like they're tackling all the people in this costume. Yes, it was just so weird that they, it was a scene that was not necessary at all. It's like a five second thing. And it did nothing. It meant nothing. It did nothing. And like it's a it's a fake out. Yeah, but it was just so dumb. I. D- 
It is a literal red herring because he's wearing red shoes. Get out. <laughs> That's for sure on purpose. And he's purpose. also a fish in there. <laughs> right. Yes. I, I You're forgot so to mention right. this is also a nine foot tall fish. <laughs> I forgot to mention this whole movie takes place in Shark's Tale life. Yes. Um, so Natalie and Brooke, <laughs> in their efforts to run away, are running in the direct opposite direction of everybody else. Uh-huh. Um, and they run into what is clearly a haunted house. But they add in a line where Natalie goes, I think this is an exit. For reasons. But it is so clear. Like, it is a devil mouth. Yeah, it is, like, legitimately the most not exit. Which I think is, like, the main graphic for the poster. Yeah, I think so. Uh, But, like, so clearly a fucking haunted house. Like, it has stairs going up to it. It, It's a banger haunted house, too. There is one room in there that I absolutely love. Yeah, so they're, they're walking through... They get in there and they're like, "Oh, this is a haunted house." Brooke goes to turn around. Natalie's like, "Nah, we gotta, we gotta go through." The door's here. just locked behind them for reasons. <laughs> and I do want to point out, so like at this point, everybody's screaming, like they're after them, and like the PA system that is the most annoying PA system of all time is just saying, "Due to an emergency, we are closed. Please find your." So it makes sense. There's nobody around at this point, for the most part. Yeah. Um. So they're they're walking through here. Uh. And we see that there's these green lasers on the floor that are triggering all these like jump scares to go off, right? Um, <laughs> they're very visible. Yeah, they're so visible. There's one. The, the, there's the one scene though that's really good in it. Um, so they try and hide in like a, a closet on this set, and they're gonna listen for the traps to go off, right? To see when the killers pass them, then they're gonna book it out the front door. Which really good. Um, so they hear it go past. Then they go to leave. This is where the like the oh, door that's is right. Locked. Then the door is locked yeah. after that. And then they turn around and they're like, "Well, we gotta go." Uh, the only way out is forward. <laughs> so they they grab these like axes that are in the in the room with them, and they're like props. They're like plastic. I yeah, think they even say like these aren't fucking real. Yeah, they're searching the room for something. One Taylor Nat. Natalie. Natalie grabs uh, what would be like a torch. Yeah. Without a flame, which I thought was good. I don't know what she grabbed, though. She looked like a hammer or something. I couldn't tell. Yeah, I think it was like a miscellaneous tool. Yeah, it's like all prop, though. Uh, So they go and they hide hide in this room that is full of mannequins and masks, which is super cool. Yeah, this is is the room I really like. Mm -hmm. There's one other one, actually, we didn't mention that I would... I'm just going to say it now because I really liked it. Uh, When all three of the girls were together, there's the room full of hands... There's yeah. a bunch of arms just sticking out of a wall that's slowly getting smaller. It's like very obvious somebody's going to grab you. But like nothing happens for a couple of minutes. And then at the end, everybody. All the hands start moving. Yeah. yeah. And I, I really like that. No, that's great. Yeah, like yeah. That, was I completely, that was my favorite. I completely forgot about that. That was yeah. my favorite one. Because it's like, man, that would be fucking awful. Like everybody's just grabbing at you. Mm-hmm. Also to be the person who just has to stand there. Because all the arms are sticking out of the wall. Mm-hmm. Motionless. So they'd have to wait until they feel something. So the the killer walks into this room um, with a real axe. That's the thing that bugs me the most, because they show him grab this axe out of, like, a mannequin. Yeah. Why the fuck was there a real what, axe? Why is there a real axe? Yeah. Like, that was just dumb. Um, and he takes a swing at what he thinks is one of the girls. It's a mannequin. Natalie pops out from behind a mannequin with the club, bashes him in the head, and goes, Brooke, run. Um, and she does the one thing that you should do. Keep fucking swinging. Yeah, she keeps hitting this fucking guy. Um, like she's literally kicking him on the ground. Like, yeah, I thought that. I really like that because I always hate that in movies where it's like, all right, he's down now, run. Mm-hmm. Fuck that, finish the job. Yeah, I mean, if he's already down, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, right? like she hits him with the prop until the prop breaks, mm-hmm. and then and she then she kicked. leaves too. Yeah. Um, and so Brooke is running into a different hallway that has like a series of doors that open with little like mannequins behind it uh, when you run over these green lasers. I fucking hate this <laughs> so much. <laughs> so she, so she, she eventually runs into the killer. She falls down as everyone in horror movies does. Uh-huh. She's crawling away screaming, why are you doing this? Don't kill me. Please, don't um, and slowly this guy is walking past the lasers triggering the doors. And he is no selling all of them by mm-hmm. the way. And at the last door... <laughs> Guess Fucking who's there? Head down. <laughs> oh my god, it's Kane! Natalie emerges from one of the doors with 
his ice pick, I believe, from before. Is it, I don't know. I, I thought he was still holding... He's or, holding the axe. That's right. I, I think it is the ice pick. Yeah. Then. And she, she yeah, pops out. Yeah, because he knocks it out of, her hand, mm-hmm. out of his hand in the uh, mannequin room. And screams, go to hell, as she stabs him in the stomach. Um, and they book it. They start running back towards the front as cops arrive. Oh, yeah. They're, they're heading to the exit and co- cops walk mm-hmm. in. And, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's over there. They run over to, to where the, the killer was, only to find just a puddle of blood and nobody. The world is a vampire. <laughs> now, a point. So, this is the end of the movie. Yeah. And that is like the worst finish. Yeah. It was so bad. Um, I, I did not like it. So, we now see the killer enter his house. He enters a house, which I, I like. You don't know what's going on, really. He goes into a shed and takes off the mask, hangs it up next to, I believe, five other masks. I believe, yeah. Um, which, that's what I really like. It's like, he's worked here for like five years, is, is what I what I get from that. See, that's what I was interested because you know it's a traveling one, so it's like, is he traveling to do this? Which maybe because it's a once a year thing. Yeah. It's like a couple of months, probably. So, like, I, I guess my train of thought was, oh, it's a traveling one, so he just did this this year? Got it. Yeah, I, I think the only reason why um, it makes sense to think that he's, like, he's part of this is because he's he has exactly like him he has the mask from from the opening scene which was three years ago oh that's yeah i guess because you, so. you see like part of it yeah and then it's hanging up, right yeah that's true um so he now he enters the home um where we see a little girl is sleeping she wakes up and goes dad you're home and he kneels down and hugs her as the movie ends and it is the most awkward hug but great ending you know this mm-hmm. this character is like oh what the fuck oh and he gives her the doll that gavin yes. was gonna give to natalie you also see so he puts the mask away and he puts the photos that he's yeah sold, the photos which, where, how do you get those back but, um he took him from brooke or no he took him from gavin because gavin had the other set oh yeah that's true yeah um so that's that's hellfest um like so close to being good there was just a couple of things that were kind of lame but like Again, my biggest issue with it, like the char- the villain is so good because you know mm-hmm. so little. You never hear him speak. Yeah, but there's no, there's too much build of character I don't care about. There's there's almost too little payoff. Yes. To the villain, like you, for for movies for slashers, you expect them to be like, this is my ex boyfriend, you know that kind of thing. I am totally um, fine with there being nothing. Like, yeah, no like I'm I'm fine with him being an anonymous person who just does this every yeah, year. Yeah, like, I think it's better. Um, but, like, I just didn't care about all these characters they brought. It's like, you didn't have to explain all this to me. Yeah, make the movie about him. Yeah, they, they could have done, like, three different small series and done, like, three yeah. different years. would have been super cool. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Uh, but instead, it is a teenage love flick gone wrong. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, what, what did you love and what did you just hate about this movie? I think I, I kind of hit it. Like, I love the mystique of the character that is so little. Mm-hmm. Like, there's literally... Who is this... Like, describe this character. He's nothing except for boots. Yeah, I mean, you you never see his face. You never see anything. And the face he is wearing is super generic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's super good. The things I don't like were the inconsistencies where he almost seems supernatural sometimes. With, yeah. Like the, mood, like, the silent pans and these weird... Like, the guillotine scene was so bad... There's no reason for it. It was just super corny. Yeah, like, he should have just killed her with something else. Like, there's no reason from... It literally seemed like they had to, like, speed up the movie for whatever mm-hmm. reason to get these two kills in, so they had to run out so he could kill both of them. Yeah, because those, those two kills happen... Very quick. Within, like, two seconds of yeah. each other. Which I actually like. I like that he's just... The kill speed I'm gonna is go really kill good. him now. Yeah. Um, it's a little unbelievable where he's, where he, when he does kill him... That he's just going to get away. It's just in the middle of the park. Yeah, yeah. like, there's got to be someone who's going to catch this guy, which is why they showed the tackle scene, but mm-hmm. it's like, eh. Like, it would have been so easy for him to get caught after that, I feel like. Yeah, because um, he's going to be... It's on full lockdown here. He's going to be yeah, alone because everybody just saw you stab these people. Right. I'm not going to be anywhere near you. Right. Nobody else is either, right? Exactly. So, so like, look for the guy who is alone in a sea of people. Hey, if you have this mask on, take it off. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. So it was, it was, but like overall, I, like the movie is so close to being a great movie. Like 
I could see another cool sequel happening or a prequel or something. I but. oh, I could totally see just a continuation of of his story. Yeah, um, the, absolutely. So the, obviously Natalie and Brooke live, and their whole thing is like they they want to live together and they want to go to Spain for a trip. Yeah, right? they're the um, or whatever. So the show. the only reason that I said at the beginning of the episode is like um, a continuation of their story. Maybe like we see a couple years down the line, Natalie's in therapy. Right, they have a new group of friends. They decide. This is your last step, right? Horror movie logic. You need to go to the thing that almost yeah. killed you to get over it, and then the same thing happens, right? Like see, he's, he's, I could like, see that as a movie, but I think it'd be terrible. Well, then they, she, Natalie, and Brooke become the ones that got away from him, right? So right. Now it's personal, right? Yeah, but so I, 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 I mean, I could totally see that happening. I can see it, but I like the thought of this guy just kills. He's an opportunist. Yeah, this guy just doesn't care. Yeah, he, like, he found an easy group of kids and was like, yeah, like, yeah, it didn't matter outside of that night. It's like I think that was way more interesting, and he could just do that forever. Yeah, I mean, you could totally make another movie. Um, the problem with that is it's just the same movie, and I don't want to see that either. So you could make it more based around him, which I think more horror movies should do anyway. Yeah, show me what the killer's doing the oh, whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be the only way to do it, but it's still gonna be the same story. Like this, this still has to be a better payoff somewhere. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Like, it would have to be, like, a trilogy where you finally figure out who this killer is. It maybe, would have to be something crazy. Maybe there's another killer at the park, and and he doesn't know about it, so, like, he's finding bodies while he's trying to I kill people. I was literally people. thinking when I was watching, it was like, this is just could be a... When I found out about Bloodfest, I was like, this could just be Freddy versus Jason, where they're fighting for kills. That was my kill! Dude, I would love that. I, I, it'd be fun. Just two guys at this park that are like, I'm going to kill people. You Wait should. a minute, you're taking my goddamn gimmick. You just described the collector. Burglar robs. Bur burglar breaks into a serial killer's house. Got it. God damn, movie is so movie. bad. The collector, the collected, the collection. The collection. Uh, but I think that's that's really all I've got as far as Hellfest. Uh, I did enjoy it. Uh how many uh, how many festivals out of ten you given this one? I give it like a four. It yeah, was, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like it had the potential to be amazing. I think. I'm pretty sure when I originally did this movie, I rated it like an eight. That rating is going down to like a five. Yeah. Uh, just the the quantity of horror that I have absorbed doing this show. That movie does not hold up as well no. as, as I thought it it's did. It's a great first-time watch, but like oh, even yeah. though it's only like five years old, it feels so much older for yeah. some reason. Watching it in a theater probably was probably fantastic. better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for Hellfest, and uh, I think we've ran out of time on this session of Scarabee. See you next year. <laughs>